Welcome to episode 328 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. If you want to burn fat, gain energy, and enhance your health by changing when you eat, not what you eat, with no calorie counting, then this show is for you. I'm Melanie Avalon, biohacker, author of What, When, Why, and creator of the supplement line Avalon X. And I'm here with my co-host, Vanessa Spina, sports nutrition specialist, author of Keto Essentials, and creator of the Tone Breath Ketone Analyzer and Tone Lux Red Light Therapy Panels. For more on us, check out ifpodcast.com, melanieavalon.com, and ketogenicgirl.com. Please remember, the thoughts and opinions on this show do not constitute medical advice or treatment. To be featured on the show, email us your questions to questions at ifpodcast.com. We would love to hear from you. So pour yourself a mug of black coffee, a cup of tea, or even a glass of wine, if it's that time, and get ready for the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Hi friends, I'm about to tell you how to get 20% off one of my favorite things for truly taking charge of your health, including testing something we talk about all the time, your insulin levels. So to live your healthiest and longest life possible, you need to understand what's going on inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source that would be your body. By using data from your blood, DNA, and fitness trackers, Inside Tracker gives you personalized and science backed recommendations on things that you can take control of to optimize your health. What I love about Inside Tracker is that Inside Tracker tests provide optimal ranges, not conventional ranges, for over 40 biomarkers, including magnesium, vitamin D, testosterone, cortisol, ferritin, which is the storage form of iron that is rare for doctors to test, ApoB, three key female biomarkers, and something I am so excited about, Inside Tracker recently added insulin testing to their ultimate plan. Friends, I am thrilled about this. We talk about insulin all the time on this show. It is so relevant to your metabolic health and your lifespan. In particular, insulin tracking is an early warning sign for several chronic diseases and is a key indicator of energy optimization. It can really let you know if your diet, if your fasting is working for you, you want to test your insulin. It is so hard to get doctors to test insulin, and now you can do it with Inside Tracker. The thing I love most about Inside Tracker is that they have a strict science-backed approach to everything they do. If your specific biomarker level is unoptimized, Inside Tracker actually provides recommendations that are backed by dozens of peer-reviewed studies and personalized to you. This process was set in place by their founders that include experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. And for a limited time, our audience can get 20% off their ultimate plan, which includes testing that insulin when you sign up at insidetracker.com slash IF podcast. So if you're ready to get a crystal clear picture of what's going on inside your body, along with science-backed recommendations to optimize what's not working, then visit insidetracker.com slash ifpodcast. And one of the things I really love about InsideTracker is it helps you track all of your results, all of your tests over time, so you can see patterns, see your history. It makes predictions of where you'll be if you continue on your current trajectory. It is a game changer for making sense of your 
your labs. I am obsessed with Inside Tracker. Again, you can get 20% off their ultimate plan, including testing your insulin levels at insidetracker.com slash ifpodcast. And we will put all of this information in the show notes. One more thing before we jump in. Did you know that common ingredients found in skincare and makeup products can actually disrupt your endocrine system? These endocrine disruptors are a silent threat that can have significant impact on your health, including something that is very important to me, fertility. Your skin is your body's largest organ and what you put on it matters. Endocrine disruptors are chemicals that interfere with the natural hormonal communication in the body. It also matters during pregnancy. And that's one of the reasons I pay close attention to what I put on my skin while being pregnant. Studies have shown that exposure to endocrine disruptors can affect both male and female fertility. For women, these disruptors can lead to irregular menstrual cycles, ovulation issues, and even polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. In men, they can reduce sperm quality and quantity, making it even more challenging to conceive. But it's not just about fertility. When it comes to fat loss, one of the reasons that endocrine disruptors can get in the way of fat loss is because a lot of our toxins are actually stored in our fat. It's a way that our bodies protect us from those toxins. These toxic compounds can even work synergistically, amplifying their harmful effects and making it that much harder to shed unwanted body fat. All of these reasons are why I am obsessed with a company called Beauty Counter. The founder actually started the company when she learned about the potential dangers of toxic chemicals and their link to health issues, specifically miscarriages and infertility. While pregnant, I make sure to only use Beauty Counter products. It's one of the only makeup lines that is officially recommended from the Environmental Working Group. What really sets Beauty Counter apart is their unwavering commitment to protecting us, the consumer consumers from the hidden dangers that lurk in conventional beauty products. Beauty Counter goes above and beyond, rigorously screening every single ingredient that goes into their products, ensuring that they are safe, clean, and free from harmful toxins. They're not just a beauty brand, they're a movement for change, advocating for stronger regulations in the beauty industry. With Beauty Counter, I know that I can trust that the skincare and makeup that I use are not only effective, but also safe for me and my family. They have skincare lines for every skin type, as well as so many other incredible products. I absolutely love their overnight resurfacing peel. It's my favorite way to get anti-aging benefits in a skincare product. The makeup is absolutely amazing. I have tried alternative beauty products in the past and none of them truly performed. But with Beauty Counter, the foundation is so amazing. It makes me feel like my skin can breathe and it looks so dewy and beautiful. You can shop with me at beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. New customers can use the code CLEANFORALL20 for 20% off their first order. Beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. All right, friends, now back to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome. This is episode number 328 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. I'm Melanie Avalon, and I'm here with Vanessa Spina. Hello. And for context, Vanessa is still in Colorado, so we're excited to be recording during the day. Oh, it just feels so like, I feel so sunny and full of energy. And, you know, I love podcasting with you in the evening. It's just, it's a different vibe. It's like, I've got my tea and I've got like a cozy sweater on (laughs) 
And I'm like, you know, it's a different vibe. Whereas like now it's like full sun outside, bright skies. And like, I just feel more, I feel more awake and energized for sure. I love it. I love it. Love it. I have a super random question for you. I love random questions. Okay. So last time I talked about how I went to the biohacking conference, which for friends, just as a brief plug again, I highly recommend everybody go to next year. The next one is in Dallas. It's like in May-ish of 2024. And I will have a coupon code for listeners. But for now, the link is melanieavalon.com slash biohackingconference. And you get to see all the guests in the health and wellness sphere, try all the cool biohacking products, meet so many cool people. You can meet me. I got to meet listeners last time. It's just such a fun time. And this is coming from the girl who gets super stressed with traveling. And I just have the time of my life. It made me think of a question though, because like I said, it was the first time getting to meet all these people that I've either interviewed or know virtually or have been following and maybe don't know personally. I got to meet them in real life. Most people were kind of exactly what I thought they would be, like in a good way. I definitely don't, and I know this isn't just me because I was talking with some of my friends that went as well. I do think there are some like egos in the, in the sphere, and sometimes people aren't quite what you expect them to be. So I was just reflecting on because you and I, we podcast, we interview so many guests, so many people. Have you? This is just like girl chat with our audience. Like what's the craziest experience you've had with a guest or have you had a crazy experience with a guest on your show? I feel like I've had so many and you know, it, like you said, it's funny because you, you, maybe you follow someone or you talk to someone online, like over the years, like on Instagram, or you connect on different platforms, whether it's like Twitter or whatever, or you follow their work and you kind of have an idea of, you know, what they'll be like in person. And, you know, you want, that idea to match up with like reality, right? (laughs) When you meet them and not be disappointed. And I've definitely had like both experiences, but often like you and I get to meet people that we look up to because we're podcasting with them and you go from like reading and it's like say an author's books to suddenly spending an hour or two like intimately chatting with them. And I mean, intimate by being in like a, you know, just like a close setting. It's just you and them and no one else. I had one really funny experience. It was really funny to me, but maybe someone also, someone listening will also find it funny. But so I had been wanting to interview this guest for a really long time. I was really excited about it. And, you know, I just thought they would be generally like a, you know, normal, like nice person. And we had scheduled this podcast and this person had also asked me to come on their podcast. So like sometimes people will say, do you, contact you and say, do you want to do a swap? I'm like, oh, great. I wanted to interview this person anyway on my podcast. So let's do it back to back. I always like to do them back to back. My podcasts are generally around an hour and with Luca and scheduling, it just works better for me. If like I just knock out their interview and my interview on their podcast, the same block of time. So this one happened to be late in the day because when I podcast with people who are on the Pacific coast, it's a nine hour time difference for me with progs. Yes. It's like, I usually cut things off around like nine or 10 Pacific because that's our dinner time. But sometimes I'll make an exception if someone like, I understand it's, it's hard to like get up at seven and do a podcast at eight in the morning, right? Like it, you don't always feel like you're warmed up yet. So sometimes I'll make an exception. So I did make an exception this time and it was in the winter time 
And, you know, it was getting like dark. It was like dinner time, and Pete was going to take Luca out for a couple of hours. And he takes him actually down to the mall near us because it has a play area for kids. And Luca loves going on the slide and like with, you know, his dad and everything. So I was like, okay, you know, you guys can like get dinner. And then you guys can go play at the mall for like two hours and we'll knock out both interviews. So <laughs> I'm like, we actually just had a time change the week before this happened. So I reconfirmed multiple times to make sure that, you know, our times would be correct because when the time changes in North America, it doesn't change in check for two weeks. You know, there was like a period of time where you and I were like an hour closer <laughs> in our scheduling. It was just so nice, but it lasts for two weeks. So, you know, I get ready, like I'm doing a video podcast and I'm all set to go. Pete just took Luca, they left and, you know, I'm sitting there like waiting for the guests to join. It's like, okay, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes when I start emailing, being like, hey, like, are you still joining? And I get this email back and they're like, you know, according to my schedule, we're podcasting an hour from now. And I was like, no, it's actually this time, you know, you selected the time, it's this time. And, you know, I'm here whenever you're ready, like, you know, jump on. It's like another 15 minutes go by and I'm emailing their assistant and stuff. And then the person gets on the podcast and they're shirtless and I can only see them like from the, <laughs> from the waist up, you know, cause you're sitting at a table usually and they're like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, you know, we have a podcast scheduled for now. And I'm like, well, and the person's like, well, I had the podcast to start an hour from now. And I was like, well, you asked for it to be at 9 PST, 9 Pacific Standard Time, and it's now 9 Pacific Standard Time. And that person happened to not actually be on the West Coast. They were in another country. And that other country did not change their clocks. And that person did not check like what time it was PSC. So <laughs> that person thought that it was an hour earlier than it actually was PSD. So I'm like, yeah, it's like, no, it's 9am, you know, <laughs> it, it's 9am. And then they realize, oh, you know, shoot, it is 9am. So the guest is like, well, you know, I just finished working out for an hour and then I played you know, sports for an hour. And I was planning on coming home and having a nice breakfast and then starting the podcast. And I was like, okay, well, why don't we reschedule one of our podcasts? So you can go eat and then like in 45 minutes or half an hour, we'll just do one interview instead of two back to back. And the guest is like grumbling and like making all these like, like frustrated sounds. I'm feeling so awkward right now. Like from this conversation. Oh man. Okay. I'm like feeling the awkwardness. I'm so, I was feeling so awkward and you know, I'm like dressed professionally and the person's like half naked. And then, and then the person goes, wait, okay, just wait right here. And I kept saying, look, it's totally fine. Let's just reschedule. Let's do the other interview next week. Like go have your breakfast. And he's person's like, no, just wait there. Just wait right here. And goes in the other room, which I'm assuming is the kitchen and just starts like banging all these like cupboards open and closing them and is like making themselves like a meal or something. And I'm just like sitting there, like, what do I do? Like, do I go or do I stay on? So I'm just staying on and I can tell the person is really annoyed, but like annoyed at me, even though I'm at the right time and they got the time wrong. And I, I reconfirmed like three or four times with their assistant before this happened, because I knew that, you know, the time zones can be an issue. 
So I'm just sitting there and I'm like, you know, I'm texting Luke Pete. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like maybe, you know, I'm hoping like we can just, you know, get these done. Cause I, I can't have him take Luke out for like another hour. Like two hours is already like the most that he could like take him out to a play area and it's nighttime. Like it's going to be eight o'clock by the time we're done. So I can't have him like keep Luca out until like nine or 10 at night. Right. So I'm like, let's just reschedule. But you know, so they're making themselves some breakfast. Like sounds like they're having a bowl of cereal or something (laughs) just sitting there. And then the person comes back, I think still shirtless and is like, okay, I ate. So let's just like bang this out in like 45 minutes or something, do a shorter episode. And then, you know, I'll interview you on my podcast and we'll do a shorter episode. And I'm just like, okay, (laughs) but like, why don't we just reschedule? Like it would be so much easier. And like, so we start the podcast off and I'm interviewing them on my podcast. And so I'm like, you know, let's talk about intermittent fasting because, you know, it's, it's so great to be fat adapted because like when you are fat adapted and, you know, you are, you know, not able to eat right away, you don't get hangry. Like I can tell you are (laughs) right now. You didn't say that, right? I did. You did? I did. You can hear it on the episode. I did, but I was laughing. I was laughing. And thankfully, I don't know, like he took it well and was like, yeah, I am hangry right now because I just did like two hours of exercise and I was planning on eating and not like just going right into the podcast. So we finally like, I think because like I made a joke, like we were able to get past it, but it was the most awkward, like unprofessional, you know, thing I've ever experienced. And I really expected this person to be, the person was very nice, but I expected them to be like, you know, professional and kind and like just courteous and like, okay, like let's just reschedule, you know, to next week or something like that because you have a young son who's out right now trying to stay outside in the winter at night so that we can podcast, you know, but yeah. So sometimes when you meet your heroes or people you look up to, they disappoint you and it's crushing. It, it, I think reminds me of my favorite story of yours, which was the one the person said like they only had half an hour. Yes. That literally that's, yeah, that was my, my version was also somebody very high caliber. And I always ask the guest in the beginning, I always say, how much time do you have? Cause I want to know their, you know, I want to be respectful of their time. And he said no time limits. Like he had as much time as needed. And then literally like 20 minutes into the episode, he made some sort of passive aggressive comment about the time. I wasn't quite sure. I was like, wait, is he, is he like trying to say something? So I just kind of ignored it and kept going. And then just abruptly, like 30 minutes into the episode, he was like, I really have to go now. (laughs) I was like, okay. (laughs) It was so awkward. (gasps) I'm like shuddering thinking back about it. Were you able to salvage the episode and still publish it? Yeah. But Oh, I just like shuddering thinking about it. And then after that, it's like, how do you recover? And and then I felt really bad because then I felt like I was impeding on his time, which was not my intention at all. Yeah. I felt bad too. We just want people to be happy. (laughs) I actually, wait, this is crazy timing. I got an email today. Actually, this has never happened to me before. This is like the drama episode. (laughs) I got an email. I got an email today asking for a podcast swap. I just energetically, like I'm so far booked out on my biohacking show. And 
I also get pitched daily by people. So I'm having to say no all the time to like really amazing people. And it makes, I stress about it. I I shouldn't, but I do. It's funny. I even like, this was a funny story. So there's a guest that I had been declining. And then at the biohacking conference, I always bring it back to that, but I was at a, a party and his publicist recognized me and came up to me and was like, are you Melanie Avalon? And she was like, I have been pitching you this person. She's like, you've got to have him on. She's like, she was so nice, but she was like, he's like perfect for your audience. So it was like an in-person IRL pitch from a publicist for their client. So then I was like, I was like, oh yeah, like, like recent information. Um, so I did end up booking him. Wow. Good for their publicist for like coming up to you. I know. I was like, I need to hire her. Like she's, <laughs> but she was so nice. And I'm actually really excited about that guest. But like I said, I just get so many pitches that it's it's just hard. But in any case, I did get an email today asking for a podcast swap. And so not only do we get a lot of pitches and we have to say no, but me going on shows isn't really energetically draining for me. I just don't really like going on other shows. So I, I it's just a lot for me. So I, I just needed to decline the request. So I asked my assistant to decline it. And the person emailed me back and said, oh, something like, oh, wow, this is crazy. I guess Melanie is like too good for or too big now for me or something I was like oh which made me really sad because like that's what I don't want people to think when I'm declining it's not about that at all <laughs> like at all yeah sorry this is, this is like the drama the, the drama of podcasting you know one of the things I love is that we both do the same thing for work and you know we get to like share these kinds of stories, like, because there are like really interesting things that come with being a podcaster that no one else can relate to unless they also do this. So I love that you and I always get to like talk about that kind of stuff and just like the funny stuff, the exciting stuff. And then also sometimes like the, the awkward (laughs) stuff that happens to makes me feel, you know, like less alone and more like, yeah, just understood. I love it. And then I did tell you yesterday, I did a four hour podcast and it was so funny. I got friends, listen to my episode with Charlotte Fox Weber. I got so personal in things I shared. So if you want to learn a lot about me, but it's funny at one point I was saying something and then Charlotte was like, none of this is going to be in the episode. Right. And I was like, Oh yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, wow. I was like, Oh yeah. I'm an open book. Is it actually four hours, the episode? I'm taking out about half an hour of it, which is where we did go off record and started talking about a lot of stuff personally that I will take out. So it's probably going to be three and a half hours. Wow, that's epic. That is that like your longest episode ever? It might be, actually. I think with the four hours it is. What's your longest episodes? Well, if I... The longest like single episode is like an hour and a half. But if I go to two hours, I just do a part one and part two because I have two episodes that come out each week. So instead of my Thursday episode where I break down a study, I just make that the part two because then it's like maybe I find like it, it could be a little bit more like digestible or, you know. But if I only did one episode a week, then I would just leave them. That's crazy that you do two a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've often reconsidered if I should be doing it. It would be an interesting trial run to switch to one and see if you see, you know, like just see. I know. And I was actually thinking about this morning polling my group and being like, what would you guys think if I just did one a week? But 
you know, for me, I love podcasting so much. And the Thursday episodes are my solo episodes where I just catch up with the audience and catch up with listeners. And I just like basically talk about like different biohacks that I'm trying or doing. And then I'll usually break down a study or two. And I just find them so fun that like there are weeks, even when I'm on holiday that I'm like, maybe I should just not do a Thursday episode this week. And then I'm like, but no, I want to. (laughs) So I really genuinely enjoy it. It brings me a lot of joy, but if it ever gets to a point where it doesn't, you know, then I'll have to, I'll have to reconsider it. Have you thought about doing like Peter Atia and doing a subscriber feed for that one? I have, I have, but I just like providing like open access. Yeah. It's just kind of my model. I know you do too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the the same way. I've never done like a paywall or anything. Same. Yeah. We're on the same page there. Oh my gosh. I have to tell you real quick about this new supplement that I've been trying, if you don't mind. Oh, please do. Yes. So this company contacted me called Mimeo Health. Have you heard of them? I don't think so. What do they make? It's absolutely amazing. So their lead scientist, who's also the CEO, usually when companies, like I also get pitched every day with products, potential guests. Some of them I'm like, why would you think that this guest would be on this podcast? <laughs> like you get on lists, right? So there's like a lot of automated ones. But once in a while something will stand out to me and I'll be like, oh, I want to learn more about this. Like I'm sure, you know, same for you. So this company contacted me and I was like, this product actually sounds insanely amazing. And this scientist, Dr. Chris Rhodes, he created the world's first biomimetic that replicates four of the molecules that the body makes when you're in a deep state of fasting after 36 hours. And I was like, also, I'm usually also skeptical in general about certain supplements and especially things that like the body can make on its own. Like I've never been a proponent of exogenous ketones. I'm like your body makes ketones. Why would you take them unless it's for a therapeutic or medical application. But I was like, this sounds really interesting. So they actually did research studies on the molecules that the body makes during prolonged fasting after 36 hours, and then making these molecules and then giving these molecules to the subjects in the study and getting similar life extension benefits. Of course, they're not doing them on humans yet. They're working their way up to that. But it's really amazing because just like with berberine, you know, when I first heard about berberine, I was like, oh, this is interesting, but who could this potentially help? There are a lot of people out there who struggle to do fasting or who struggle to do low carb or who struggle to not eat processed foods or maybe do paleo or whatever it is. So sometimes people need a life raft, like they need support. They need some kind of supplements. So it's like, this actually sounds really interesting to me in the sense that it could help people who are not really naturally adept at fasting. And I just think it is super amazing. It's the world's first biomimetic and it's called Mimeo. And yeah, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. There's four, basically four molecules that the body produces after that long period of fasting that have specific effects on life extension. And those are the ones that are in, in Mimeo. So it's really exciting. So this is, so I'm looking at it now. 
It's interesting. So one of them is spermidine. And when I went to the biohacking conference, I became friends with, I think probably the the number one spermidine company out there. Oh, wow. I've definitely been hearing more and more about it. I have too. I've been hearing about it for so long. I met some of the people at Spermidine Life. I, I came back. It's funny. Or I probably was texting Scott from the conference. I was like, Scott, I want to make a Spermidine. <laughs> so it has Spermidine, Niacin, and then I don't even know how you pronounce the other two. They're really, they're really hard to pronounce. Yeah. Nicotinamide is one that probably a lot of people have heard of with like boosting NAD levels. And then this one I had heard about strangely for years. Let me see if I can pronounce it. Oleolethanolamide. <laughs> And palmitoylethanolamide, <laughs> really like hard to pronounce, but abbreviated to OEA and PEA. And PEA is an endogenous cannabinoid and OEA is a cellular, I guess it's produced from the fats in your body, but I've, I've heard of it being taken before on its own. I've heard of actually all of these been taken on their own but not combined together. And they found that there are synergistic effects as well to combining the four of them. And these levels go up by several times when people are doing prolonged fasting. So yeah, I thought it wanted to mention it because I'm, I'm trying it out myself right now. It also helps people to fast if they are doing fasting, but it also helps people get the benefits of prolonged fasting, even if they are not doing fasting. Wow. This is so cool. I'm going to definitely look more into these compounds. And let me know what you experience with it. Yeah. I want to come back and sort of update everyone when I do, like when I've had, you know, a couple months or two, three months of, of trying it out. Very cool. Did they give you a link? Yes. I actually do have a code. It's keto girl 10. If you go to mimeohealth.com and use the code keto girl 10, you can get 10% off a subscription for three months if you try it out. Yeah. I don't really get excited about products often and I don't really get excited about like supplements that often. I love the ones that you make. Like I, I really like don't get excited that often about them, but I really love what they're doing. And I'm going to have the lead scientist, Dr. Chris Rhodes. He's coming. Dr. Chris Rhodes is coming on my podcast in next week. I'm interviewing him. So we're going to be talking all about the studies that they've done so far and the ones that they have that are in the works to be published as well. So I just love that. I love whenever a company is doing something and they're also putting capital and investment into doing the research as well. Like they're, they're really like standing behind their product and they're showing, they're also releasing a product after doing the research on it. And you don't always see that. Like a lot of companies just come out with products sort of willy willy nilly. They really are, you know, standing behind the research on it and they have the scientific evidence behind it. That's so cool. Do you know what the starter kit is that you get with the... I have it. Yeah. It's basically, it's really beautiful. They have really beautiful packaging, but it's basically just like the capsulated form of the the supplement. Okay. Very cool. Awesome. Well, we'll put links to it in the show notes. Definitely let us know what you experience. And I'm I'm definitely gonna research this more. Like I said, the spermidine one has definitely been on my my radar for a while. Hi friends. We are so honored to be sponsored in part today by Nutrisense. 
You guys hear us talk about continuous glucose monitors, aka CGMs, all the time on this show. And in particular, we love NutriSense, and here is why. NutriSense not only provides a 24-7 moving picture of your glucose values, they also offer a unique opportunity for self-discovery. So imagine this. You have a meal, and then you notice a spike in your glucose levels. So you think, hmm, that didn't go well. But here's the magic. Tomorrow, you can make a simple change. You can swap whatever you were eating for something else. Now you have real-time data to evaluate the impact. Maybe instead of that fruit, you have some vegetables. Maybe instead of that oatmeal, you have some yogurt. Maybe instead of that steak, you have some fruit. The continuous feedback loop that you can get with a NutriSense CGM empowers you to make quick, informed iterations with your meals. Maybe the change results in a completely normal glucose level, or maybe it's still a little bit high, but significantly better. Armed with this knowledge, you can refine your choices further, rapidly steering your glucose values back to the normal range. Without a continuous glucose monitor, honestly, you're just guessing and assuming that what you're doing is working. And when you go test your blood sugar levels at the doctor, that's just a snapshot of that one moment in time. It's not telling you what actually was happening throughout the day all the time. What makes NutriSense truly transformative is its ability to create lasting habits and intrinsic motivation. So instead of relying on generic advice from professionals or online sources or us, you have personalized real-time data from your own body. When you see the direct impact of your choices, it will resonate on a whole new level. This newfound awareness becomes the driving force, making it easier than ever to stay motivated and committed to your health journey. I promise you, friends, it's like opening your eyes to the secret to lasting change because it gives you this empowering knowledge that you just didn't have before. So if you're looking to take charge of your health, gain real insights into your body and make sustainable, positive changes, NutriSense is your ultimate partner. Join them and us on this journey of discovery and unlock your full health potential. Get started today at NutriSense.com slash podcast and receive a $30 discount off of your first month, which includes two CGM sensors, free shipping and professional nutritionist support. That's nutrisense.com slash IF podcast for a $30 discount off your first month with two CGM sensors, free shipping and professional nutritionist support, which by the way, I get a lot of feedback on just how helpful that nutritionist support is. It's so easy. You can talk to them in real time in the app and they can really help you make sense of all the data that you receive from your continuous glucose monitor. NutriSense.com slash podcast. And I am just so grateful to NutriSense for helping support today's show. Yeah, that's. I, I bet you connected with so many, you know, cool companies and things while you were there. There must have been so many companies doing things that like inspired you or made you want to like look into doing different things or, you know, I'm sure you felt really... I always come away from those conferences just feeling like really <laughs> pumped about like all these different things and ideas I want to do. And all the people behind all these products, at least in my experience, are so passionate about it, you know, and they're really, like you said, they're believing in the science or doing the research. And it's just so cool to collaborate and meet these people and, and then experience the benefits ourselves and then share it with, with the audience. So yeah, totally. Like your Carol bike. There's just so many. Oh my goodness. Don't get me started. I'm so upset. Wait, let me just, let me just really quickly. Friends, get a Carol bike now. <laughs> Everybody. It's my favorite thing. I seriously thought, I seriously thought, I was like, I'm not going to really use that because I'm like not a exercise equipment person. Like it's just not, I've had a mirror for so long with like the exercise and I, I just, I don't use it, which makes me sound, I'm very ungrateful. I, my point is, I didn't think I would actually use it. It is 
so incredible. So like long story short, it uses rehit, which I did some more research on. So basically with HIIT, high intensity interval training, which I feel like most people are familiar with now, but that's basically where you do really intense short bursts of exercise followed by these rest periods. It gives you the maximum benefit as far as cardiovascular health, metabolic health, it helps deplete your glycogen levels, and it helps you have this afterburn effect where you burn fat. So not that you burn a ton of fat during the actual session because they're really short, but you have this afterburn effect that can last for hours where you're burning more fat. Rehit, they did some research and they realized that the magic is basically in the intense burst and you don't need this like elongated rest period. So they've been able to scrunch it up. It was already like a 20 minute workout with hit. Now with rehit, it's like an eight minute workout because they basically realize you don't even need that extra time you thought you needed. So to get all the benefits, you only do it two or three times a week. It's an eight minute session. And all you do is work your way up to an all out burst. It's a bike. So on the bike for 20 seconds, twice, that's it. It is so easy. And the in-between, it like has you breathing and pretending that you're hunter-gatherer. And like, it's <laughs> it's amazing. I can't wait to try it. And you wear a heart rate monitor. It's just so cool. So if you go to carolbike.com, the coupon code Melanie Avalon should get you $100 off, I believe. I just think it's like the best investment in, especially for people crunched on time, getting that, their metabolic fitness as best as it can be. And it's so fun and easy. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Shall we jump into some questions for today? Yes. That sounds great. So we have a question from Jen and she has some berberine feedback and she has a question about flavored electrolyte timing. So Jen says, hi, Melanie and Vanessa, longtime listener of the podcast and loving the new dynamic with Vanessa on board. I still miss Jen, but I'm so glad the fun, energetic, friendly, but still informative vibe is back. I find myself laughing along with you too. And it's like hanging out with two friends while having in-depth conversations about IF, win-win. And I will say, Jen, I, we feel the same way. <laughs> So it's exciting to know that listeners are are down with our craziness. First, she has some feedback on Melanie's Avalon X Berberine Supplement. Wow, game changer. This is hands down the most effective berberine I've ever used by far. I've been taking berberine from various reputable brands for probably two years, ever since I did the Zoe test and found out I have poor glucose control and heard Melanie talk about it. I've also been wearing a CGM intermittently during that time to track how berberine affects my glucose levels. I found with previous brands that I've had inconsistent, sometimes minimal effects, and often would have a rebound massive peak after the berberine would wear off. This was with highly regarded brands as well as dihydroberberine, which is reportedly a more potent, longer acting form. I admittedly didn't use your berberine for a while after I ordered it because it wasn't the dihydroberberine form, which gave me better results. I wear a CGM maybe two to three times a year for about a month, and I recently decided to wear one again. I kept using my dihydroberberine and I got the results. Then I decided to use the Avalon X berberine to see how it compared. I admittedly was nervous because I had such inconsistency and minimal effects before. She says, I cannot believe how effective your Avalon X berberine is. Easily 
40 to 50 plus point reduction in spikes compared with other brands, including dihydroberberine, while eating my usual higher carb foods and meals. My eyes popped out of my head when I saw how well it controlled my glucose on my CGM. If I have a lower carb meal, my CGM basically stays flat as expected, and it lasts some slight rebound spikes later on, especially if I haven't slept well, but minimal and often doesn't even happen. This product is phenomenal, and I can't wait for your subscriptions to start. Thank you so much for being so committed to creating the best products you can and not releasing anything until you know you got it just right for your exact standards from development to delivery. Love your Magnesium 8 and Magnesium Nightcap too. Okay, I'm just going to comment on that before her question. Thank you so much, Jen, for sharing this. And Jen, same story. Well, sort of. I was using Thorin Berberine before creating mine. And I honest, I thought I would see the same results on my CGM. I as well. I I was shocked. Like for me, it was about a 20 point difference using mine, which is incredible. And I think it just speaks to the importance of really, you know, the effort and energy and shout out to Scott at MD Logic, but sourcing the best of the best ingredients, doing multiple testing for potency and purity and taking out these fillers, which I think can be an issue for absorption and effectiveness. So it's really, really thrilling. And I'm, I'm just so grateful and honored to be able to create the the most pristine version of these supplements that I personally want to be taking. And for listeners who aren't familiar with berberine, it's a compound that has been used in traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine for thousands of years. And there's a lot of studies on it and it rivals metformin in blood sugar control, which is the number one medication prescribed for blood sugar without the potential side effects. It's not a pharmaceutical, it's a, a natural plant compound and also has a lot of other benefits, like it affects cholesterol beneficially, gut health beneficially. And interestingly, for all of you fasting lovers, it actually has been shown to activate AMPK, which is a cellular pathway that we activate with things like calorie restriction, exercise, and fasting. Activating the AMPK pathway is one of the reasons that we likely see a lot of the benefits of fasting and the longevity-promoting benefits. So, Berberine can do that as well. By the way, Jen, so we went back and forth for a long time about whether or not to do dihydroberberine or berberine. And so dihydroberberine is basically an isolated form of a more active compound in berberine. After like extensively researching it, we decided that like we don't know. So dihydroberberine is a metabolite of berberine. I just don't feel confident knowing berberine has been used in its whole form for thousands of years and it has so many metabolites. And there's probably a lot of things doing a lot of things in berberine. And so I felt more comfortable providing the whole form rather than this one part of it that, you know, maybe doing more with the blood sugar. It just made more sense to me from a holistic perspective to do the full form. I feel really good about that. I mean, I'm contemplating doing a dihydroberberine in the future and kind of having both options, but... It's really nice to hear that experience from you. So, so thank you. Oh, and subscriptions are available now. Although when you're listening to this, you will have missed the Epic launch special that we did. So hopefully you're on my email list for that, which is avalonx.us slash email list. But Berberine subscriptions are available and it's, I think the normal discount will be 15% but that will all be at avalonx.us. Okay, Jen's question. She says, my actual question, I love Element Electrolytes, but can only drink the flavored versions. 
the raw unflavored tastes like punishment to me. So I don't drink electrolytes during my clean fast. And I'll just comment on that really quickly. So with Element, they make a lot of different flavors and the raw unflavored one is the one that has no flavors, obviously, and it is clean fast friendly. So Jen, I, I'm sorry that you don't don't like the, the raw unflavored. A lot of people, it does work well for them during the fast, but it, of course it's not for everybody. So she says, my question is, when is the ideal time to drink flavored element during my eating window? When I break my fast to catch up or towards the end to get me through my next fast? I do one meal a day, mixed macros, and clean fast, typically 20 to 22 hours a day, a minimum of 18 hours, and will occasionally do over 24 hours if I have a long day at work. I'll also do a 40 to 42-hour fast once every one or two weeks. I've been eating this way for the past three years, and I'm in my early 40s. Also, do I even need electrolyte supplementation with my usual 20-ish hour fast. I eat carbs, so I assume my insulin and aldosterone levels are within normal limits and I'm not losing excessive amounts of sodium. And once I open my eating window, I'm taking in carbs as well as sodium and possibly potassium and magnesium. I do feel the need to drink Element after my 40 plus hour fast though, and I usually open those windows with some bone broth and Element. Thanks ladies and keep up the good work. I am drinking my watermelon flavored element right now (laughs) to keep me hydrated while we do this episode. Wait, have we talked about this? Is watermelon your favorite fruit? No, raspberry is. Oh, okay. Like raspberry flavored things are my favorite. When it comes to the actual fruit, like what I mostly have is strawberries and blueberries. But I'll do frozen mixed like blackberries, blueberries, all the berries when I make a protein shake. If you were to make a tone flavor berry, what would you want to make? Raspberry? Probably. I I have so many flavors I want to make. Wild berry, like the Pop-Tart? Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Because we're starting off with vanilla chocolate and cookies and cream because cookies and cream is like, it's my favorite flavor with, with a protein powder, especially because you can just add some almond milk and ice to it. And then you have like protein ice cream, you know, like in the summertime. But vanilla, obviously, is so versatile. But yeah, I haven't thought about the fruit flavors yet. That's that's a good idea. I need to think need to think about wildberry. Do you use that machine that everybody has now to make the ice cream? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like everybody talks about it. I don't know. I have a ninja ice cream maker. Is that the one? I think it's like cremini. Wait. I have the ninja, which I got last summer and it is amazing. Oh yeah. It's the ninja. It's the ninja cream eye. Yes. Yeah, the creamy. I started using it last summer. And what's so amazing about it is you can make a super high protein frozen yogurt. Like, so that's the main reason that I got it is like, I'll make like, I'll make Pete like a chocolate ice cream with like tons of egg yolks and, you know, really chocolatey. He loves that. But for myself, I get non-fat high protein yogurt and I'll mix in some like frozen berries, a little bit of stevia, a little bit of salt, sometimes like some vanilla, and it makes frozen yogurt. And when I was a kid, my one of my favorite things was getting like raspberry or or berry, frozen berry, frozen yogurt. But you can never really find it without like artificial sweeteners in it and that kind of thing. And it, it takes like, I mean, you, f- you pre-make it, freeze it overnight, but then it takes five minutes to make. So like... In the summertime, 
it's absolutely amazing and it tastes delicious. And I give Luca, (laughs) he loves it too. I give Luca like on a really hot day, like after dinner, we'll sit on the deck and have our ice cream together and Pete will have his chocolate and I'll have my high protein frozen yogurt. And it's amazing. It it really works well. What is the process exactly? Like what do you freeze? So you, you make like the blend of whatever it is that you want. It comes with a recipe book. So there's lots of different things you can do or you can just like come up with your own creations, which I often do. You make the blend and then it you get these like two different ice cream like cups and you fill them and you put those in the freezer. And they have to be in, I think, at least 12 hours, if not 24 hours. I can't remember exactly because I haven't made it since last summer, but I will be when we get back home. So then once it's frozen you take it out and you just put it in the machine and it takes about four to five minutes and it like stirs it with these really powerful blades and turns it into ice cream. Okay. So it's similar to a normal ice cream maker. Yeah. I've had ice cream makers in the past, but I, I found them like I had a Cuisinart. Sometimes it would work. Sometimes it wouldn't, like sometimes it wouldn't freeze right or it wouldn't like actually turn into ice cream. So maybe because I was doing so many like keto kinds of ice creams and things, but I just found it was hit or miss. Whereas with this, it just like, no matter what I put in there, it just turns it into like a frozen treat. I kept seeing it. I keep seeing people talk about it. And so I was thinking maybe it was so cool because it took away that freezing period that's required. But it sounds like nobody has invented anything yet. I've actually found it really shocking that there's not, you know, in our modern day and age. Yeah. You'd think there'd be like something. You just plug in and go. Yeah. It is. I mean, it is instant, like right away when you want it, as long as you pre, you know, pre-make it. But yeah, I, I really like it a lot. And I, I also am obsessed with my Ninja blender for making protein shakes. And I think I've tried just about every single different kind of like smoothie maker and blender on the market. It's so powerful and it works so well. So I love making like protein shakes in there. So I'm a big fan of, uh, of their products. Do you ever make soup in it? No, I haven't. I used to do that. That sounds yummy. <laughs> I feel like we really digress. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, I just have one last quick question. Really quick question. Cause I got hit by memories of different things I would do with my mom when I was little. And we had this, like when I was like three or four, this McDonald's thing. And you made like French fries out of bread and little burgers out of, that were like cookies with icing. And now I'm thinking about, I'm just wondering if you had any of these kits. Did you have the McDonald's kit or did you have creepy crawlers or did you have an easy bake oven? Easy bake oven. I think some variation of that. So good. Childhood. Okay. So back to her question. That's what happens when you bring up watermelon. Okay. We totally digress there, but I'm drinking my element right now. And the reason I mentioned that is because it's been really hot here in Colorado. I've been exercising a lot outside doing, I do a morning hike for about an hour every day. And because I'm outside in the heat, I am taking more element than usual. And it's something that I always make sure that Pete and his dad and friends have with them when they hike the Grand Canyon. They do a lot of hiking in Utah. And whenever we do like aggressive hikes or or hikes, I always take it with me. So (laughs) I say all that because it really comes down to your lifestyle and goals and what it is that you are wanting to optimize for. So like if your main goal is optimizing for like 
feeling good and energized and, and feeling, you know, that you are, are performing well when you're doing fasting and you're not specifically looking for, you know, getting the additional benefits of like autophagy and life extension. Like I think having any kind of the element any time of day is probably fine because it's like flavored, it's sweet. You might get a bit of a cephalic phase insulin response, but I know it's technically not clean fasting, but I think it just depends on like what exactly you're optimizing for. And if you are optimizing more for getting the specific benefits purely from fasting, you know, you probably want to stick just to the raw outside of your eating window, have the element in your eating window, and then you'll be, you know, only clean fasting, maximizing your benefits from getting the clean fasting. But if you're an athlete or you're anyone who does a lot of activity, especially in the summer, it can be really helpful. Uh, I tend to take mine, I'll have a little bit before I do my hike or workout outside. And then I have the rest when I get back and I'm doing like two to three times as much as I usually take right now because I am sweating outside. I'm losing a lot of electrolytes. So there's a lot of different factors, you know, when it comes to like when to use it, but I acknowledge that it's not clean fasting to be having some sweeteners, but you know, right now I'm not like personally really optimizing for getting the maximum benefits of fasting from intermittent fasting. I tend to focus on that when I do my seasonal extended fast for five days. Like I don't have any element during that time. I would have the raw one. I would have the raw one. I wouldn't have the flavored one because I'm really trying to get my body into that really deep, like cellular repair and all that. That's just my approach. And so, yeah, I know it doesn't technically fit the definition of clean fasting, but you know, I'm just wanting to share a little bit of anecdote on how, how I'm using it. And, you know, it just depends on how strict you are with like your, your fasting and not fasting and, and how many carbs you're eating. Because, you know, if you are super low carb, like keto, then you probably need electrolytes. You probably need to supplement, but if you're eating high carb and you eat a lot of salts, then you may not need to as much. What about you, Melanie? Do you have thoughts on if she is having it in her eating window, like she was saying, before eating or after eating? With regards to before, after eating in the eating window, I don't think it would necessarily make a difference. But you did kind of say in your question, should I just like enjoy it at the beginning or should I use it to help me power through? You know, I think it, it just comes down to personal preference. Like I can't. I can't really speak to that because it just depends on what you would like, but maybe you have better information to share on that. No, I actually, I mean, I feel very much really similar. And we actually are planning to have Rob Wolf back on the show. Probably, I'm supposed to like circle back with him to book for the fall. So we'll definitely have like a listener Q&A with him. And so if listeners want to go ahead and start submitting questions about electrolytes or anything with Rob, you know, paleo, continuous glucose monitors, well, it's not really continuous glucose monitors, but his second book, Wired to Eat, is about how, you know, different diets work for different people. Sacred cows, so, you know, the role of regenerative agriculture and having animal products, you know, to support the health of both ourselves and the environment. And of course, electrolytes send questions our way. So my thoughts are very similar to Vanessa. And with Jen, she was asking, well, first of all, the, the window question, like when to have it before or after eating. 
same as what Vanessa said. I, I really think it's more of an intuition thing. And if it is a matter of just getting your electrolyte balance, I don't really see how it would make a difference if it's before or after, because in the end, it's all within the eating window. I'm similar to you, Jen, in that I have carbs in my eating window and I don't perceive that I'm you know, losing large amounts of sodium. I do do a daily sauna session for sweating, but I actually don't feel like I don't ever feel dehydrated and I just feel like I'm getting a lot of electrolytes through food. I actually asked, I forgot about this. I actually asked Rob this last time I had him on my show because I was asking if I could get enough electrolytes from my food because I eat a lot of scallops. And if you look at the back panel of how many I eat, it actually fulfills the sodium requirement according to the back panel. So it's different though when I'm low carb, I do feel the need more for electrolytes. But when I'm doing the carbs, I don't feel the need as much. So I do think it's very individual and being in tune with your own biology and how you feel. Although interestingly, sometimes I will have like a saltier meal or something. And the next day I will feel like some sort of like battery turned on in me. And so then I'm like, hmm, maybe I should be doing more electrolytes like concentratedly. But in any case, basically, Jen, I would encourage you to not overstress about it. What you're doing sounds like it's working. Be intuitive. And it sounds like you figured it out with the longer fast as well. So I agree with Vanessa. Goals and I think intuition. Hi, friends. I'm about to tell you how to get my favorite electrolytes for free, plus special announcement, Element's new chocolate medley is here. So when you think electrolytes, you might think summer and hot times and needing to stay hydrated. But did you know that hydration is actually super important in cold weather as well? There's an idea out there that cold weather reduces our hydration needs. That's not true. So in the cold, two main things can actually increase our metabolic rate. You may be working harder, tramping through the snow, and you can be wearing cumbersome winter clothing that can actually raise your energy needs by 10 to 20%. And as your metabolic rate raises, your sweat rate raises, and you need to replace those fluids with electrolytes. You also lose more water when it's cold through your breath. That's because cold temperatures contain significantly less water than hot temperatures, AKA it's drier outside. When you breathe in that cold, dry air, your respiratory system actually acts like a humidifier so that your body can be warm and humid like it likes to be. Of course, that drains your hydration reserves as well. One study actually found that respiratory water loss after a full day of activity nearly doubled at freezing temperatures compared to the 70s. On top of that, when you're cold, you actually become less thirsty, possibly from blood vessel constrictions in the cold, which can trick the body into thinking the blood volume is higher than it is. In other words, it's cold out there. You probably need hydration. And electrolytes are so key for all of these cellular processes in your body, all of your energy production. It all requires electrolytes, but it can be hard to find electrolytes which are clean, without unnecessary fillers, and which you can feel good about drinking. That's why I love Element. There's a reason I'm obsessed with it. There's a reason all you guys are as well. And like I said, I'm so excited because Element's new chocolate medley is here featuring chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry. And this is a limited time, so you definitely want to stock up on these now. Plus, you can get a free gift with purchase when you purchase that chocolate medley or other Element electrolytes. That's right, you can get a free sample pack, eight single serving packets for free with any Element order. It's a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. You can get yours at drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast. 
That's drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast. By the way, those chocolates in that chocolate medley make delicious hot chocolates. And of course, as always, Element has a no questions asked refund, so you have nothing to lose. So go to drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast to get your free electrolytes. I would think it would be fun, and I think I'm going to actually try this, is I'm about to you know, do another CGM session or I don't know what you call it. Me too. I was, I'm going to too. I I was going to put one on tomorrow maybe. Yeah. And I want to see if there's a difference when I do the raw unflavored versus when I do the flavored. And that might be something for listeners to try, you know, something for gin, if you're curious on the best times to take it, like you could see if you take it at the start of your eating window or at the end, does it affect your morning blood glucose or does it affect your postprandial much? Because I could see it having really different effects on different people. Like I could see for some people it having no effect at all. And then I could see for other people it having some effect. Same. Ooh, I'll be so excited to hear if you try that. That'll be fun for you to share with us. Yeah, I think... There's just so many cool things that you can learn, you know, from using from using a continuous glucose monitor and, you know, just the there's just so much power in that knowledge that you can get from biofeedback. And we just have so many amazing tools now that we can use, you know, that you don't just have to be guessing like what is how is this affecting me? You know, like poking around in the dark because now you can actually get biofeedback from all these different tools and see, well, this is what it's actually doing to my blood glucose or my ketones or, you know, my rate of fat burning or whatever it is that you're measuring and actually make decisions based on that biofeedback. I'm really excited because I'm finally about to retest with Inside Tracker, and I want to see, I, I mentioned earlier how I had made a dietary change that I think affected my HbA1c. So I'm really excited to see if, you know, how that might have changed. And appropriately enough, I did not plan this, but NutriSense, Inside Tracker, and Element are all sponsors on today's episode. That was not planned. So you can listen to those ads to get the offers, but I will just tell you them now as well. So if you go to drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast, that will get you a free sample pack for Element with any order. So definitely snag that. You'll get free electrolytes for NutriSense. They offer a continuous glucose monitor and an app that helps you interpret the data and dietitian support. I love them. They're amazing. That's the CGM that I'm going to be putting on tomorrow. So for that, you can get a discount when you go to NutriSense.io slash IFpodcast and use the coupon code IFpodcast. So that's N-U-T-R-I-S-E-N-S-E dot com slash I have podcast with the coupon code I have podcast. For Inside Tracker, you can get 20% off their ultimate plan, which is a ton of biomarkers that help give you a true gauge of your health as well as your quote inner age, which is based on based on this data which basically shows what your true quote age is compared to your chronological age. They also measure the results by their ideal ranges rather than conventional ranges. And it's a game changer for keeping track of your results over time. I'm just so grateful to Inside Tracker. I, I use their tests and then I upload my own blood work and you can see over time where you are, where you're going. It uses AI to make predictions about where you might be going. And then it also gives you action-based things that you can act on. So like dietary things you can do, exercise things you can do. It's really a valuable service. So you can get 20% off 
their ultimate plan when you go to insidetracker.com slash ifpodcast. Okay. I'm actually trying them out tomorrow. Oh, you are? I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited. Like my last day here, I am going to Quest to get the blood draw done. And I can't wait. I'm so excited, especially for the biological age. Like that is something that has really interested me for a long time. And I know that there's like Dr. Rhonda Patrick has a certain, you know, a process that she does. And and there's lots of different people have, you know, different scientists have different approaches, but I'm really curious. Have you done the biological age, the inner age? Yes. I've done it every time. Thankfully it's always younger than mine, but it's really exciting to see how when your biomarkers change, how it changes. And like you said, there's a lot of different formulas out there, a lot of different people doing it. Like I had Dr. Morgan Levine on my show. She was amazing. She has her own formula for it, but David Sinclair is actually involved in Inside Tracker, and he's one of the, you know, go-to longevity people. What about the DNA test? Have you ever done that? Which one? Like when you check out with Inside Tracker, there's an option to add the inside. I forget about that. Thank you for bringing that up. So if you do the DNA test once, then once you do it, it's so cool. It'll tell you in your app your genetic potential for the things. So when you get back your result, it'll say like cholesterol, for example. It might say you have a tendency for high cholesterol, but yours is actually lower. Or it might say like, it'll tell if you're doing better or worse or what your genetic tendency predicts. So it's really, it's really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I'm so excited. Are you doing the DNA test with them? I I'm just doing the ultimate package and the inner age, the biological age to start with, but I think I'll probably do the DNA testing at some point. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I think when I started with them, I was just doing the blood work and then got the DNA when I started working with them more. Yeah, it's it's really, really cool. I'm excited for you. Thank you. And thank you for introducing me to them. No, of course. And does the one that you're getting tomorrow have insulin? Yes, they just added insulin and they added TSH, progesterone, and estradiol for women specifically. The most recent one. So before that, they added ApoB, which made me so excited. And then they added the women's biomarkers, which is amazing. And then the most recent one is insulin, which is very, very exciting. I love having my last time I had it was 2.4. So I'm really excited to see what it is now. Oh, wow. That's really low. That's amazing. Yeah. The doctor, doctor circled it, of course, because anytime you're out of the reference range, they're like, this is bad. And I'm like, well, no, actually it's really good, but thanks. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Let me know how it goes. And it's so easy. You basically just, they send you a lab slip. You just go to any quest. There's tons of quest locations everywhere and in and out. I love it. Did you make an appointment at Quest, by the way? Yes, I'm going tomorrow morning. Okay. Because they've changed their system. You could just walk in. Yeah, I did it online. I just love, I love getting data back on anytime I have blood work. Like it, it really excites me. Anytime I get a body scan done or anything, like I just get super excited to see the results. So yeah, I love the information. It's like Christmas. <laughs> Literally, I'm so excited. I'm like five to six days. What do you mean? <laughs> It's so exciting. Oh, and here's a really powerful reframe. I was actually talking with Dave Asprey about this and I was talking about some of my blood work that I like wasn't happy with. He had the most beautiful perspective. He said, 
because I made a joke about how I like failed at this one biomarker. And he was like, A1C? Yeah, probably. So I made a joke. I said I had failed the test. He said, it is not possible to fail a health test. It's just information. And I think that's really, really important to keep in mind because like we said, it's so exciting to get back your results. But also I think people can get into the trap of feeling like it's deterministic or it's a really bad thing, but it's just information and it's empowering and you can make choices accordingly. And even more so now with all of these tools and things that we have access to. So yes, just, I just want to empower listeners. I love that. I love a, a reframe like that. That's amazing. Gotta love a good reframe. So this has been absolutely wonderful. A few things for listeners before we go. You can submit your own questions to the show by directly emailing questions at iPodcast.com or you can go to iPodcast.com and you can submit questions there. And you can join my Facebook group, IF Biohackers, and submit questions in that group as well. And I will ask for questions in that group too. So definitely let us know your questions when I do that. And the show notes will be at iapodcast.com slash episode 327. They will have a full transcript as well as links to everything that we talked about. And I know we talked about a lot of stuff. So definitely check that out. And then lastly, you can follow us on Instagram. We are ifpodcast. I am Melanie Avalon and Vanessa is ketogenic girl. Oh, I saw that you got a, a verified blue check. Was that new on your account? Yes, it's part of the meta verified because I'm in the US and normally in Europe, they don't have it. Wait, wait. wait. So um, now that you're, wait, I'm confused. So you were able to apply while you were here? Yes, I just applied like yesterday or the day before yesterday. And for some reason, it just wasn't working for me in Europe, but it worked while we were here. So that's so interesting. Yeah. So we'll see when I go home (laughs) if it stays, but hopefully it will. (laughs) Very cool. That's funny. Well, in any case, this has been absolutely wonderful. Anything from you, Vanessa, before we go? Oh, I had the best time. And oh, I did want to mention, because I mentioned Mimeo Health, again, the code was KETOGIRL10 if you wanted to get 10% off and check them out at Mimeo Health. That's M-I-M-I-O-Health.com. And yeah, can't wait for the next episode. Perfect. Perfect. I will definitely check out that interview. When are you airing the interview with him? It should be out by the end of this month. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what you think of it. Awesome. I can't wait to listen. Okie dokie. Well, enjoy the rest of your day, not night. (laughs) I will talk to you very soon. Sounds great. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Please remember, everything we discussed on this show does not constitute medical advice and no patient-doctor relationship is formed. If you enjoyed the show, please consider writing a review on iTunes. We couldn't do this without our amazing team. Administration by Sharon Merriman. Editing by Podcast Doctors. Show notes and artwork by Brianna Joyner. Transcripts by Speech Docs. And original theme composed by Leland Cox and recomposed by Steve Saunders. See you next week.